0: Hello and welcome to Side Dish, your podcast about long run. Everything that you want to know and very little that you need to know. I am your host, Brady Steffel, and I am joined today, as every day, by...
1: Annie Larn. There she is. Yo! Yo! Here we are.
0: How are you, how you doing? Yeah, i fine. How's, no, I'm good. No, it's been,
1: I'm great. You know, she's always like a, an amazing arrival here to yeah. this moment, but no, I'm good.
0: You said during the pandemic that you missed traffic. You still miss traffic?
1: <laughs> yeah, I did complain about being late because of traffic. No, and I, I've i thought about those words a few times since, since then, and even today, I actually took a picture of the traffic because... I was happy. <laughs> Jeez. I'm happy because well. I want people going back to the office. And I know many people think that's crazy. And I have a friend who's just seething mad because they had their first like mandatory back to the office week this week with her big company. And she was like alone all day. <laughs> And she was like, gee whiz, I'm so glad it took me an hour to get out the door with right. my children to daycare, get myself ready and get here so that I could have office culture and no one's here. So she was pretty mad about that. And I think they're like server mm. broke down. So, you know, it's, you know, we're getting there. But I personally was.
0: You are. I was um, happy to
1: see. I just, I want people going back to the office. Not just, I mean, I have personal reasons f- for this also for real estate <laughs> purposes, but.
0: <laughs> happens to be my job. It happens to so be my job. Yeah.
1: I mean, but I think. In fact, if I can soapbox for a minute here, it's a little bit early in the episode to be soapboxing. But my yeah. quick nerdy soapbox is I don't think overall that this big social experiment is going to pan out as a net positive. I think that hybrid model is good. I really want us to figure out hybrid. But this from the majority of the workforce to be working from home, I think we'll have – Bummer effects down the line on people meeting partners, getting married, building a social network in the 20s, finding people that you – learning how to tolerate people who annoy you, you know, getting up, getting dressed, getting out in the world, feeling the fresh air, g- stimulating your body and your mind as you get out somewhere. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that's a little bit of like the flowery, rosy, you know, not every day is like that going to work. I know that it's like a job, and a lot of times you're sitting in traffic and then you go to like some boring corporate campus and you go inside, but you know, there are certainly benefits to getting out of the house and stimulating yourself that way and meeting other people and being exposed socially to other people. And I think it's more efficient. So I hope that we can oh, like don't, settle like, back into some sort of. I don't get model. any
0: actual work done at in the office. I write, so like I need to have like sure. my little space. I get it. And, and
1: every like job's different. Some things really do require physical presence, and some just simply do not. It's yeah. more just like a here. This is nice. Like so, I get it. It's it's a little bit different, but overall, my prescription would be: I hope that we come back to some sort of balance of being in office and especially for young people. I know you're, you know, you couldn't find two humans that are probably more opposite when it comes to this kind of stuff. Like I would, I I die when I'm at home for like a few hours. I'm like, I get out here, like just go be with people and stuff. And so I get it maybe somewhere in the middle. Again, like I'm saying, I'm I'm advocating for hybrid.
0: Yeah. And I go out, be social, um, bicycle club, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. But
1: imagine if you started doing that right out of like college, let's say, and, The only time you go out is when you make plans with your small circle of friends or your people who you vibe with, like my cyclist people and my friends I like to drink beer with. And that's what I do is I go out. That really is a narrow exposure to a lot of different types of people and opportunities to interact and engage with. People that are different from you. And I think the workplace is this inherently like built-in place for us to discuss and get to know people who you wouldn't be exposed to if you just always chose exactly who you go be around. And by the way, it's not just work. It's getting your groceries at home and getting everything that you can imagine delivered so you really have no reason to leave home. And I just – you know, I don't. I hope that the future generation finds faults or problems in some of this and sees the value of like getting out among the public.
0: We'll probably never come to the same place, the two of us. I don't need to hash it out now in front of everybody, going like, "Oh, I've got a different opinions." Like, people are not going to know where we're both at on this whole thing. It's totally cool. But like, I think during the pandemic, we did a bunch of delivery, and um, I like just walking around at Whole Foods. You know, like, I, I that's the thing that, we, like, we kind of miss doing, just, like, walking around at Whole Foods or Target. Just, like, I like to go look at, like, what I'm wearing today. Mm-hmm. It's a $4 Target shirt. I buy my shirts almost exclusively at Target because they're 4 bucks, Or Marshalls because they're, again, like, 4 to $10. And if I see something great, I'll splurge, whatever. But most of the time, I hang out with myself. I don't care. Like, I stain this stuff. I don't, I don't really care that much. I got nice stuff. You know, I wear it once in a while. But I've had <laughs> some of the same nice stuff that's... Since forever because, like, it lasts forever because I, I barely wear it because I'm just, like, comfortable. I don't want to have to worry about stuff. <laughs> Whatever. So, you know, like, I, I did miss going out and I like going to Target. I miss – what I miss about Target is, like, when we first moved here, they would have real sales at Target and they don't have real sales anymore. It's like, oh, it's 30% off for these – I don't think
1: there's real sales anywhere right now.
0: It's just – and it's for right. the last five, six, seven years there hasn't been. You yeah. go to. The discounts at Target are like, here's a th- a throw pillow that's thirty percent off and it's like I don't need as um, a rule I don't need things with words. Or even like hands.
1: at King Supers, when they finally brought BOGO back after the pandemic, like during the pandemic, like there was Mm-mm. no such thing. And we used to have a lot of those yeah. with certain products and I feel like every once in a while you see it, you're like, Oh okay, yeah. get it. But I remember uh, yeah, watching yeah, like
0: like jam, the price of jam go up. <laughs> jam is like, really
1: expensive right so, now it was like four Jim bucks really bad yeah
0: it was like four bucks for a thing of bun mama like and now it's like seven no plus. yeah it totally it's is it's insane. so bad we it's were talking so about the
1: day. anyway well so we don't have to complain about this, you know being different
0: whatever and I, I i take merit like i see what you're saying like being social going up being forced out of your comfort zone because whatever i get it like i won't disagree there i don't need to go back i go to the office once a week sometimes not every week Kelsey goes in for FaceTime, you know, because she's a manager and whatever. And I'm just like, technically, I don't like my title's a manager, but I manage grants. I don't like. So whatever. So I'm like, just let me alone. Let me do my thing. Uh, I got teams.
1: Well, I heard the other day that the Crocs campus, which is out in Broomfield. Do you know where that is? It's like this Via Vara is kind of what it's called. And if you like imagine yourself at Flatirons, the mall off yeah. of 36 out in Broomfield, yeah. Superior And if you went basically right across 36, so head kind of northeast from there there's this really random development out there with like a bunch of kind of random condos and houses and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And in the, like in the middle of that is this one huge office campus and that's where Crocs is. That's where it's headquartered. And they have like, I don't know, a t- like a huge amount of 80,000 square feet, something like that out there. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I heard they're actually growing. They like moved in there just a few years ago and they're already outgrowing it wow. and having to move to interlock and to get more space. So, Crocs is doing their part.
0: Props to people that can wear it. like it's like look at my <laughs> shoes, Annie. Like these are comfortable, <laughs> and I can't like they don't sell them anymore, and so I just keep wearing them. Yeah. Props to people that can be seen in public in Crocs, like
1: my five year old son. For
0: yeah, example. like and then when I was teaching, there were like five year olds wearing Lightning McQueen Crocs, and like <laughs> dude, go for it, dude.
1: It's the only thing my five year old will wear. He has like sensory issues with his feet, and yeah. then, like we had many. Many months of knockdown, drag out. Like, I feel you, kid. We just gave in. We were like, you know what? i I never thought I would put a Croc on any child of mine. I, like, really cared about, like, dressing them well. And, like, it right. was like, no. Like, just no. At some point. And, our, and oh, dude, it, it, it saved our household. Yeah. The Crocs. This is all he wears now. And then when we get in the winter, we have to be, like, on this really, like, long boot shopping, like, journey to find snow boots that he'll wear. Because he's real sensitive about that. But otherwise, it's
0: all crocs Crocs and day. probably food that's yeah. all white exclusively.
1: <laughs> no, it's just pretty good eater. But mashed mashed like potatoes, it's just his feet. Like, he's real goofy about his feet.
0: Cauliflower. <laughs> I had kids that were like that. But yeah. you're going through stress at home, it's like a way that kids manage their stress and stuff. So oh, okay. I, I get it. Um, but they'll take something like that. I'm like, I'm only eating white food. And it's like, sure. Uh, sure. but you hate cauliflower, but it's white. i <laughs> like, okay. Uh, Longmont. Well, Logmont, where we live and I got, and work. I got one got, for
1: Longmont. What do you got? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a little uh, see you minute.
0: If you will. Oh, you want to jump in on this one?
1: Well, let's. Yeah. I okay. mean, come on. This is like really, really big it's deal. It's dramatic.
0: For yeah. So as
1: everyone may or may not know, the Colorado Buffaloes who um, have their new coach, Dion Sanders, who was recruited very, very big
0: Isn't it like Coach deal. Prime or something? Coach prime, coach prime, prime time. He
1: was an all-star NFL player. He was really talented and then kind of worked his way up through some coaching ranks. And he was at Jackson State. These last, um, I guess, two or three years, and he went, like, undefeated last year and built up this really incredible team. He's, like, known for being, like, a culture guy and, like, crushes it. And he started shopping around to end up at, like, a power school and see you by the miracle of God Mm. got him. Mm -hmm. Like, we just – it was wild, and there's just been so much hype. It's been nonstop hype since last fall when we learned about this. And it's all kind of building up to this moment. Their first game last week against we TCU. Old rival. Season opening. It, well, this weekend is oh. Nebraska. Last weekend was TCU, who was the defending national champion. Uh, How do we down we do in, I'm so excited. This is great.
0: No, uh, I have, like, honestly. I know.
1: I know. This is why it's great. No, I'll,
0: I can patter because, like, I have – I have zero interest in sports. Okay. Other than when we're doing exceptionally, and I can like fair weather the, well, the last three games of the fight. Like, fair weather
1: the heck out of this one because CU won. Nice. Like like literally, it was success. Would have been if we didn't lose. If if we made the spread, that was okay, success. Yep. Because we're that's how. Bad. That's how bad this team was. Now we're like basically <laughs> okay. a new team. He basically brought his. He brought most of his roster. We had guys portal in, and we had whatever. We really don't look anything or resemble anything like we did last year in terms of teams and coaches. But that's a lot. Not a lot of time to rebuild a program. Right. Anyway, forty-five, forty-two. We won. Oh. We probably left twenty points on the field for stuff that like should have been ours.
0: That's a high-scoring game.
1: We, should, we could have had sixty points. I mean, it was crazy. That like. Had,
0: I mean, I again, I'm not like. If all football games were like that, oh, I might watch more because it's like, yeah. that's so many touchdowns. It was, insane. And,
1: and this, so the quarterback is the coach's son, Coach Prime's son, Shador. Um, and he brought his son and Yes, it sounds like nepotism. And so, yeah. of course, everybody's like, okay, we trust you, Prime. What is it? No, this kid is the real deal. He looked like a first round NFL draft. He was unbelievable. He threw for 510 yards. <laughs> he is Calm under pressure, he is intelligent, and he's got an arm. It was it was unbelievable. Boom. It was just like so so they prove themselves, right? right. So CU candy, Nation kid. is like excited. And yeah. I am sorry if you're not part of CU Nation, but this would be a great time to join because the next few years, however long we have this guy, are going to be unbelievable. So this Saturday comes nebraska see you
0: nebraska so old-time rivalry uh yeah old-time rivalry <laughs> so i have a friend who i think he's from originally from nebraska shout out to craig um <laughs> he's like he's a big nebraska guy like he's like there's nothing to do in nebraska but watch sports and they were talking about the turnout the other day they were talking about the turnout in nebraska fields and they're setting records on like women's gymnastics or something like that. They're like they were just saying, hey, we want to set a bunch of sports stadium records. Why doesn't everybody just come to the sports? And i was like, yeah, that sounds great. Uh that's my take on it. I don't know if that's the actual story. So I posted it in our Discord and I pinged him and and he's like <laughs> he said I refuse to watch I'm not a masochist. Um <laughs> and I was like apparently this Buff Husker matchup is a big deal. Uh such a big deal that the cause the subreddit was like, watch out. The, it's about to hit the fan. Like, it's a big deal. Uh, and, and he said, yep, it's a really old, nasty rivalry. And he said, uh, bleepin' hate Colorado. And he's like, the state is great, but F that school. Oh, yeah. Um, just, I don't, like, love the state, hate the team. And he had other words, you know, <laughs> as fans often do. I won't get into it because we were just uh, pouring praise onto um, Senior Sanders, you know, like, so I'm not going to repeat it. <laughs> I don't need anybody looking them up. Um, so anyway, so no, it's I, just, apparently it's a big deal. It's
1: a huge deal. I, you know, I have friends in deep football country, Arkansas, who said all they can talk about down there is CU, and normally nobody talks about anything mm-hmm. outside of the SEC, and they're talking CU. I mean, it's we're all over the place. It's crazy. So definitely suggest if you. Maybe you're a fair weather fan or not really that in football and you sometimes tune in. This is going to be a great game on Saturday. Yeah.
0: For um, CU's first home game, prepare yourself. This is from the subreddit. Yeah, yeah. Prepare yourself for no shortage of RVs filled with red-clad fans to drive west from the Cornhusker State to our Fairburg. <laughs> this is uh, – whoever wrote this. This is – similarly wrote this. This is also going to be a big game for people coming up from Denver who have that same institutional memory. <laughs> uh it starts off if you weren't if you weren't in town then or aren't old enough to remember the buff husker rivalry was one for the ages
1: under mccarthy i believe a
0: state away from each other colorado and nebraska were mostly respectful but sometimes loathsome rivals up until the time when cu left that conference 15 20 years ago so yeah and then he said finally coach prime's upset of tcu last week is like a power-up pill for cu spectatorship also increasing increasing clouds crowds summarizing the yep. above. The game has all of the hallmarks of a gigantic event. First home game, classic rivalry, croak, so, prime Greek rush. At it's,
1: before tic- before they even beat TCU tickets for Nebraska. When they went on sale sold mm-hmm. out like instantly. I have a colleague who spent $800 on his ticket. Friends Excuse me, I have to. 150 Oh yeah, oh yeah. We have a friend today, so I was at a booster club like meeting, this luncheon course, thing yep. today, and someone won- at our table won four tickets to club, and I think the value of each ticket is like fifteen hundred
0: dollars. Right? Sm- that is a kingly no, I'm telling gift. You,
1: it's like crazy. Wow. It's
0: this, so. There's I, a- I love when this kind of hype. Like, I, like I can be, I can be a stick in the mud. I can be a like a like a Debbie Downer. You know, I can be whatever. But I love when people, you know, like yeah. people get all riled up about something Goonie. It's, oh, just, it's, like, it's, yeah, cause it's so just like, yeah, because it's football. We what's just don't matter, know. Really? And we're
1: not even prepared. We're like our infrastructure isn't even ready for like SEC style attendance and to be descended upon the way we're about to be on Saturday. So it's going to be historical. That's I'm just going to say
0: I'm glad it's not Longmont. Like I'm happy it's. <laughs> Oh you yeah. do it over there. Oh yeah, totally. it's great if you do. It. It's just the That's NIMBY thing. Older. NIMBY, NIMBY. Yeah, yeah. yeah. not in my backyard. I don't even want to deal with that. But you want to have a party down there? Great. I don't have to listen to it. Um,
1: Speaking of, real quick of CU sports, while we're on it. Oh, uh, I heard today from a, a young woman named Abby Glynn, and I want to shout her out. She is a senior, I believe on the track and field team with Mm -hmm. CU and she's from Longmont. She hails from Longmont. She went to Mead high school Mm -hmm. and she's been at CU for her career and she broke the record for CU um, in the women's 400 meter hurdles. And she's uh, looking, she's got her eye on Olympic trials coming up here later this year. I believe i According to my brother-in-law, the competition is pretty stiff in the 400-meter hurdles. So we'll see how she does. But keep an eye out for Abby Glynn from yeah, Longmont.
0: I mean, Glenn. Very cool. Yeah, congratulations, Abby. That's a pretty cool – that's a pretty good cool deal right there. Mm-hmm. That's always, it's always oh, pretty cool. Oh, and
1: sorry. I swear this is actually my last tidbit. Uh, oh, okay. I have a friend who, no, like, works it.
0: We haven't talked about sports on this podcast I know. For we years, really so, don't. So, like, go nuts. Okay, all right. Well, we it, it's appropriate.
1: It, Fall, it is September. Football's in the air. Uh who works at Longmont Florist. And <laughs> apparently they are just getting like order after order right now of flowers being sent to Sanders house. Really? As you know, he's someone in the Longmont area and um, yeah, just like from random, just thanking him, you know, That's thank crazy. you for w- what he's doing. Right? I guess you could interpret it as to his house.
0: It <laughs> was pretty funny. Like the other day there was a commercial that had Dion Sanders on. I oh, can not yeah. what it was for, oh, yeah. but
1: yeah, I think Affleck is one yeah, of those. Yeah. I, I, I was <laughs> Affleck yeah. and I'm
0: like, is that Deion Sanders? Because my wife and I are watching like old episodes of 30 Rock again, right? Because uh, that's the kind of life we lead. Yeah. You know, you go out to do your, whatever. <laughs> We're just watching reruns of 30 Rock. <laughs> and like this Half half-like commercial comes on and it's Deion Sanders. I go, is that Deion Sanders? And Kelsey's like, I have no idea. <laughs> so it's like, I don't remember what she exactly said, but she's like, I don't know who that is or I don't know what he looks like. Like, why would I know? And it's just like, yeah, Coach, well, Coach Prime. I think. But the only reason I'd really know is that I saw him years ago a couple of times on TV and then it's been dramatic around here with him. So yeah, interesting. He lives down the road a yeah. piece from us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there you go. Any more sports stuff you want to squeeze in?
1: Uh, that's all I got. You got
0: any updates that's on this enough. like Just potential go bus soccer field thing or whatever. No, were
1: no updates. I'll get some though. I'm going to okay. see someone next week. who will
0: know because that would be cool like that's, that, in, that's yeah, I know, know I'm about. down for that I'm down. Um speaking of updates, I was going to go into one update but I got another one pulled up. Longmont Public House is closing.
1: I saw that. Mm-hmm. A little
0: bad for those guys.
1: Yeah, I think they had like a notification of unpaid taxes going mm. on and it was being shut down and probably that was among many things that led to it. it sounds like things have just been a little rough. <laughs> Restaurant industry is brutal.
0: Yeah, it is brutal. It, it, really it is. it's
1: brutal without climate issues. You know yep. what I mean? It's yep. brutal without yep. inflation, without labor market issues, without, co- you know, emerging from COVID for without, mm-hmm. it's just, it, it's hard already. And just to be a restaurant operator, there's
0: a, good. like a dopamine fiend, like working in the restaurant industry is one of the, the, the craziest places to get that, like that energy and like to get wound up. And, and like when I was leaving the last restaurant, I, I well, one of the last restaurants I worked at, um, it's like, I was talking with one of the other guys, and it's like, yeah, well, the profit margin on a restaurant's like, if it's good, 5%. It's, you know, yeah, and then like terrible. all of your food can just go bad if you don't sell it. It's like, <laughs> okay, I'm not doing that. So, you know, then it's like you move on to other stuff, but, um, it is a, it's a cool industry. And, it is, it is it brutal. And I
1: understand the appeal. Like, you know, Lama Public House made this big post on their Facebook, I think, like letting everybody know. And, yep. on, and that's kind of what happens when restaurants shut down. They, you know, share this like kind of long, sad goodbye letter to everyone and on one hand, my immediate, like, knee-jerk reaction was like, oh, how dramatic. And then I started reading, I was like, no, that's not dramatic, because this is what's so cool about restaurants. Mm-hmm. It's not just, okay, yeah, you go, you pay for food, but it's like, and LPM, too. It's a place where you gather. It's going different than to going we saying, to,
0: like, like I said, oh, I like to go to Target or Marshalls or something. Yeah. Like, great. If that place closes, like, those people can move yeah. on. It's not a community. Yeah. Like, it's going to be a... Totally. It, it is, in a sense. I don't want to punch down or anything, but, like... If you have a restaurant, that's somebody's dream and ambition that they built yeah. from the ground up. And, you're um, sharing
1: your culinary art. Mm-hmm. You have your way. You're doing it. And people are coming and, like, breaking bread and gathering and, like, talking to each other and mm-hmm. connecting in a really relaxed way over food. It's, like, the best way to connect. And there's, like, a lot of special occasions that are celebrated in these restaurants a lot of times. Yeah, and, two like,
0: know? one like this is, like, it's not – you know, another Walmart. It's not another like Applebee's or whatever where you're going. Yeah, and like people people had a dream and an ambition and saw it all come to fruition. So they said, "Uh, dear valued customers and friends, we hope that this message finds you well. It is with a heavy heart that we must share some bittersweet news today. After much consideration and deliberation, we have made the decision to close... Longmont Public House this decision was not made lightly and comes after years of serving our wonderful community. Longmont Public House has been a labor of love for our team, and we are incredibly grateful for the support and loyalty you have shown us throughout the years and it goes on. I'm not gonna obviously read a you know fairly long Facebook post, but like, yeah, always sad to see him go, but this is the nature of restaurant you know you gotta you gotta get on that grind, you gotta mm-hmm. constantly be doing mm-hmm. something, and mm-hmm. there's not a lot that that wind up lasting forever so.
1: Yeah. So rest in peace. That was a good one. Mm -hmm. I I thought it was cool. The energy they brought to that particular shopping area, that retail area. And I hope someone else can kind of step into those shoes.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. And it's a a weird spot. I mean, let's be honest. Um, It is. Speaking of, of football in the air, like there's football in the air at that place. They play like four days a week over there. Oh my gosh, London I know. High you school. can
1: hear them. It's kind of cool. Yeah, They've been practicing.
0: I don't mind it. In the yeah. fall, it's always nice. Do you ever,
1: have you ever been to a high school football game?
0: I We walked past once with dogs. Yeah, it's kind fun. You know, we, we walked past. I know. And I think
1: we'll try to go to one.
0: But we sit. I mean, sometimes we'll sit outside. I mean... <laughs> Sometimes we sit outside and in the fall there's football games on. Yeah. Like from Thursday to Sunday yeah, or whatever. Awesome. It's like every day. Yeah, because
1: everybody uses that field. Yeah, everybody uses that field. So, yeah, like that field. Mm-hmm. so it
0: is a lot. There's like four and they built a new stadium at one of the local NIWOT or something recently. So they I think they're taking a little bit of pressure off the Longmont High School uh field, but it's there's yeah, still gonna be a it's lot of games. because use. it's, it's used like every mm-hmm. day. So uh, in other news, um there's There's a Boulder Weekly article called A Case Study in Consensus, and they're talking about the bone farm, bond farm development. Oh, yeah.
1: Any insights?
0: Yeah, actually, not a bad article. Did you hear anything about this? (laughs) Yeah, it came out actually a couple weeks ago. Um, neighbors and developers use collaborative process to seek middle ground on future of Longmont's bone farm. So they got together and some 20 people have gathered at the Isaac Walton clubhouse to discuss the hotly debated development of a piece of property in the historic bone farm neighborhood, which is spruce tree south of third old townie. So, um, there's a parcel there. The developers want to stick up 70 odd units, I think is about what the deal is. And the a lot of people in that area are like for sale. E, what?
1: Uh, sorry, the, the units are you, for sale, units will be not for sale. rent.
0: Yeah, and so a lot of the people in the area are like, oh, tut tut, this is you know out of line with uh you know the the current spill and faces because I use funny words sometimes. <laughs> so um, so yeah, so they're like, no, that's kind of nuts. Like it's it's a small single family area, traffic. That's like all of the complaints that you have, you know, and it's. Whatever, I get it. Um, and so then they came together, and they did. I got to find the word again. Um, they came together using sort of an, a charrette system, and I don't really know what that is. But they they broke into small groups, and they had ideas, and they were putting wow, ideas around civic engagement. Civic engagement, and I think the 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 takeaway that I was getting from this article um, is that the city wants more density, right, and developers want to make as much money as they can i mean that's their job Um, and people living where you live want to maintain the type of neighborhood that you have which is their job like that's everybody's sort of got their thing and so they they kind of came together and if you want to learn more about this i think you should go on and check this because they came up with um, like a little plan and everybody's talking to each other and saying like what are my concerns and this and that and so they came together and they came up with a a, like a tentative idea i don't know if this is gonna go anywhere. I don't, you know, it's it's a fairly long article. It's fairly in depth. Um the project still has several rounds of approval before construction can, can begin. And maybe more charrette. Um firstly it will move to city council with a reading of the ordinance, blah 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 blah. So there's there's a bunch of hurdles before. But there's some civic engagement and I don't know like is it are enough people going? Are the people that are like hardcore anti saying no, I'm not going to attend. I'm just going to show up and 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 throw tomatoes at the city council event. I don't know. You know, I, I don't know. Interesting.
1: Um, I wonder what that word means.
0: Um, that? I think it means like like a.
1: How do you spell it? Cart.
0: C h a r r e t t e s. the two R's. Maybe it's one R. Uh, yes, two R's, two T's. Charette. C h. C h charette. And I think it means like um like a cart or a wagon or something
1: meeting in which all stakeholders in a project attempt to resolve conflicts and map solutions
0: yeah <laughs> really i stuck into it into trans novel so i like i like that that you know the community and the developers and all of the stakeholders get to get together and, yeah that's great and talk about all of it because go longmont yeah because it was i mean we've you and i have bumped into people that
1: oh definitely have
0: I've, opinions
1: including ourselves yeah, we, even though opinions. we have nothing to do with that neighborhood. I mean, well, I mean, we're over here. Honestly, I it. live,
0: I live just barely. Out oh of yeah, the zone you're close. Actually, year. no, that's true. You have, yeah, you have so, more say than I do. Yeah, so like, but for me, I'm going. Well, it probably won't really personally impact mm-hmm, me. You know, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. will there be an increase in traffic? Really, will there be some sort of tri- crime issue? Will there be this, that, or the next? Like, mm-hmm. right, right. Um, but I was, you know, just a little bit outside of the zone where they they have to give you literature right, right. saying that there's going right, to be this big contentious it, yeah. thing and. So yeah, so that's going on. So they're they're working on it.
1: Cool. Um, just a cute little story. Uh, Saint Rain Historical Society, which is not like the you know who does like historical landmarks. Mm-hmm. This is just a nonprofit here in town who maintains a few properties. I think one of them is the Hover Home. Okay, that's one of them. They do the Saint Stephen's Church at Fifth and Main, That cute little church right there next to a floré across the oh, yeah. yep. They own that building. Okay. Um, they own this log cabin, and this I think log they, cabin. Well, I'm going to explain about this log cabin. Okay, here. Saying, you're a, your phone. Yeah, they own this sorry. one, and I'm like, I well, can only
0: see the back of your the phone. Old Mill even...
1: Park is theirs too. Okay. Old Mill Park, and I think there's one there. But anyway, this there's this shop owner who opened a shop um, at the the Bungalow Interiors at 324 Main. We've mentioned her. She just recently opened. It's between third and fourth on Main on the east side and she opened where Snarkington's was. Okay. And so she, her name is Meg Hardy. She opened in Bungalow Interiors, and it says she's pi- uh, pioneering the fundraising efforts towards the restoration of the Folter Cabin at Old Mill Park. Bungalow Interiors has made a generous donation and will be the premier sponsor at this year's murder mystery event and fundraiser. Um, addition 100% of sponsorship proceeds will go directly to the restoration of this cabin. <laughs> so um, that's just something they're always attempting to, you know, raise money for is like these old buildings they maintain. And if you have ever never been in the Hofer home, definitely take advantage of any opportunities whenever they open it up because it's not just this home that's really cool, but there's obviously a bunch of historical significance with who's lived there over the years. And when you go in like all the furniture and all the tapestries and all of the like, You know, dishes and everything is, like, super period and maintained. They're meticulous about it, and it's a really cool place. And you think you could have, like, a wedding there if you want, and the whole back Mm -hmm. is pretty. And there's something in the back that they maintain, too, that I don't know too much about this, like, little garden thing. But anyway, the grand opening of Bungalow Interiors is on September 23rd from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., um, so definitely I'd say that's, that's really bold. I happen to know a little bit about this woman, Meg. Um, and I know that she moved to town like not that long ago. She's mm-hmm. only been a long one for so long and just kind of boldly decided to open this shop on main street. And now she's like, you know, spearheading this fundraising project for the historical Which society. Which is like, if you're just like, starting a
0: business, that's oh, a lot to take on. She's
1: really like going for it. So I just, I gotta give a shout out to Meg and say respect and, um, encourage everyone to check out her shop. Um, what's on, it called again? Uh, bungalow interiors. So I think the idea with it is to um, sell like interior design stuff, and not really kind of like a Fig and Ivy, but way not super high end like Fig and Ivy. Fig and Ivy, I think, is offering design interior like custom interior design talk, services. Talk me through and a like few.
0: yeah, more of like I pretend I'm. Uh, a kid like a like so, a tightwad from the midwest <laughs> yeah, and I don't
1: bungalow interiors might even be a little rich for you, but they are trying to like sell things that are a little bit more accessible like a home goods store sort of, but okay. like downtown Boutique that's my understanding anyway okay. so
0: yeah. I, I think like that I like that type of store a lot i I really do i um like you go to home good <coughs> at home or like whatever and it all feels very. You know, you're just bonk bonk like it's just punched out of a you know the same exact thing all the time, and I'm not yeah. uh, nuts on that. Well, when I want to building a bunch of my own junk because I'm like, I don't like this. It's too cookie cutter. Bah. I live in an old charming house that's falling apart in the middle, you know, like that. <laughs> and I'm like, I need, I need special. I'm a beautiful. I'm cheap, but I'm a beautiful, unique snowflake. So that's me. Just living the American dream, whatever. So um, that type of thing. Oh, you know, I like going to those stores. They're yeah. like they're charming yeah. and they're fun. I think and it'll be really cool. I'm trying to find her on um, the internet, but I'm I'm not finding. Yeah, her
1: that. Bungalow Interiors. I think her Instagram is Shop Bungalow Interiors. Okay. So yeah, that's that's one thing. What else you got?
0: Uh, well, I did. We did oh, we get this whole thing. I didn't even get through this entire article. I was going to read this entire article, and then I was telling you what happened yesterday.
1: Well, we'll post links to the articles. Yeah, we'll you guys there's,
0: Yeah, there's. Um, Polis wants to do. I'm going to mention. Hold on. Trigger warning. I'm going to mention trains. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know people have really strong feelings about trains. So uh, Governor Polis is pushing for front-range rail, front range rail vote in 2024. And I think – because I, I got through some of the other articles. There are actually some pretty good stuff, some chewy stuff this week, um, which is very appreciated. But then when you don't sleep well and you'll sort of drift off in the middle of a, a CPR article about trains, <laughs> you know, like, eh, you know, it's, uh, I can't give as much information. But um, – um, they're talking about building a train line from Pueblo to Fort Collins um and they're working toward a 2024 ballot measure that would ask voters to help fund the line okay right so yeah that's you know and I don't like we've all got our I've got stuff to say I'm not gonna say it right all
1: love our train baggage
0: I and I love trains. I've been to Europe. I lived in Europe for like a year. And then i you know, been over there several times. And I love riding the train. It's just a magical thing. And I'm just like, every time I come back, I'm like, man, if I could just ride a train to downtown Denver and have a couple drinks, I might do that. But as it is, you know, like I got to just, you're going know, to stay overnight. You're going to have two, three drinks. Cause that's... Guess what,
1: Brady? Do you know what you can do? You can ride a bus to Denver and have a couple drinks and ride the bus back. Right. And it comes back really late too.
0: Oh, Nice. Actually, like the last time I had one of my friends was here. Um, shout out to Timmy, it was my college roommate. Um, he used to occasionally rent a car because he he works in um, traveling theater or whatever. He does the the mm-hmm, construction. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't. He's not on stage. Um, so he's got these weird hours, and he'll come up on his off days, which is you know like Mondays or whatever. And he used to rent a car to come up from Denver because he's like, ah, I don't want to bother you. I'll I'll find my own way up because. It's like, okay, whatever. And this last time he said rent a car since COVID's gotten so expensive. I'll take the bus. And he was like, actually, the bus is pretty good.
1: It is. He's like, it's, it's so solid. He's and like, it's this bus is good. You go up to eighty seven sometimes, depending on the route you take, and it's like pretty and it's relaxing. They have Wi Fi on the bus, and if
0: I don't have to be the one driving, I can just chill and be like, I don't care how fast yeah. you're going, because like, there's that part of you that's like, <laughs> what are you doing in this lane, man? What are you doing in this lane? And then you see the guy that's like. You know, and he's like pulls over to the right lane and he goes, you know, like 95 miles an hour. And you're just sitting there going, That's a mom. There's a soccer mom. She's got four kids in that van. She's going five miles under the speed limit in the right lane. And that's whatever. She's in the right lane looking for the turn. That's, you know, and the rest of traffic and then goes flying up. And then there's like three cars now in the middle lane and they're just boxed in and like, You can see them gesticulating Mm -hmm. wildly and obscenely frequently. And it's like how – in what reality did you think pulling to the right lane going 95 miles an hour was better than just parking it in the left lane and going as fast as the left lane goes? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's bored. I know. But it's just like this happens. And so you wind up there. You do that. And then it's like, well, I'll just take the bus. You take the bus, honestly, or a train, and you're just like, whatever, man. I don't I'm care what chilling. you're doing. I don't care what you're doing. I'm sitting here. I'm doing crossword puzzles, <laughs> you know? Like, yep. whatever. That that piece of it I do genuinely uh, like. And it's gotten some endorsements by you and my friend Tim. So take the bus, I guess.
1: Well, while we're on the uh, elected officials' politics stuff, the Longwood City Council on Tuesday
0: – no – yesterday. Mm -hmm. So
1: today is not Tuesday.
0: No, Wednesday certainly isn't.
1: But anyway, they're going to be asking residents to approve funding for a new branch library an arts and entertainment center and additional recreation facilities this November on the ballots. So they voted unanimously in support of uh, three resolutions basically saying like, yes, put these on the ballot, right? Mm So library. those are some big ones what coming was it was up. Library and yeah, a new branch library. The estimated cost is twenty five point seven million. Mm-hmm. An arts and entertainment center would cost forty five million, mm-hmm. and a recreation center at Dry Creek Community Park, which would cost seventy two million.
0: Dry Creek would be out on the west side.
1: Yeah, so kind of by Silver Creek High School. Okay, out there. Yep.
0: Okay, so do they have sites for the other two? Sort of picked, mm, or is I don't think just so. Sort of, no, it'd okay. be
1: like just probably, yeah. At that point, scouting for okay. whatever. I don't know where they'd put the library. I've heard a few different things, but I don't know if anything's actually been.
0: I don't know we went to the library recently, and I finally got a library card, and um, you can you can check out the New York Times, you yeah. know, online.
1: Did it feel crowded? Did it feel overcrowded? did you feel that their facilities I was probably great.
0: there a, in the middle of the day. I got a parking ticket. I got a parking ticket while we were here last last two times ago, three times ago. We got a parking ticket. Mm-hmm. And um, it was <laughs> I was like, Where'd you get a parking? Like, where'd you park? Outside of here, right in front of the building.
1: Oh, you mean when we When we were recording,
0: I got a parking ticket. I forgot to mention it. Because my tags were expired. Oh, because your tags are that's
1: the only reason I've ever gotten a ticket in Longmont. Which I
0: think is hilarious because like you drive around Longmont and like everybody's tags are expired. (laughs) Like it's just (laughs) Yeah. You know? Well and so we're a
1: little little close to those who, you know, enforce. So
0: yeah, so we're we're like, yeah, right across from uh the Popo. That's the respectful thing to say, right? (laughs) Um, the five Oh, whatever. So we are, um, we're pretty close to those guys and they, they got me and I was like, Oh, how did this lapse? Like, I don't remember seeing it. Like, I don't, cause you know, I, I'm usually really good or my wife's pretty good. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna take all the credit for that. I don't, I really <laughs> don't deserve it. So, um, I went down to the DMV and they're like, yeah, you should do all this stuff online. And I'm like, it wouldn't let me. And I had to come down here and whatever. And they're like, Oh, well, your tags actually aren't expired. You just don't have the sticker.
1: Oh, man. Right? So, but you, they, I... I happen to know you can appeal uh, parking tickets and they're usually pretty responsive.
0: I happen to know this too because I went through the process. And? So that's yeah, – Did they so, grant you? So I was at the library because whatever. So I, I said, oh, okay. And so they gave me – said, okay, here's your new sticker. Here's a receipt saying that was four bucks. So they're like, here's where you can go. And I went down and I, I turned it in and the form was actually fairly straightforward. You like
1: write it? Right? Yeah, you, yeah, you write, you actually write yeah, it you out you know, write in it.
0: person. You go like, I'm doing I feel like stuff. I
1: could even tell you the name. It's like Officer C- – C- Officer –
0: I'll probably. dig deep. Yeah, dig deep. I okay. probably have the. He yeah, was yeah. a nice guy. Like I have. Um, I have no complaints about the process. Yeah. Even if I did, you know. I would yeah. Probably no. Critique. Yeah. I've, I was. But I've it was, had them
1: successfully appealed. But it awesome. was pretty good.
0: So I, I wrote it out and they said sorry declined and I was like, what? Like the guy at the DMV said. First of all, what are you doing here? Like you should just do this online. And then second of all, your tags aren't expired. You just need a new sticker. You should have done this online. And it's like, oh my god. So you could have basically just talked to the person up front, and not waited here for forty five minutes. <sighs> So, um, then I, I emailed them back because I think they 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 t- took a photocopy of the the receipt. I only paid four dollars. The guy said that should be like double enough to to prove this. And he goes, oh, well, the whoever did the the scanning didn't actually scan the full receipt. They just oh, no. took a thing. <clears throat> and so I took a photo of it. I sent it in, and he said, okay, it's cleared. So I, it was a bit of faff, but I saved nice. fifty bucks. Or That's whatever a W. That's great, but I mean, I'll say like when you get Longmont City officials, people gripe about local government, and yeah, there's layers, and it's like sometimes you got to peel the onion forever to get to where you want to yeah, go. Yeah, But really, whenever I've talked to the Longmont City, it's like okay, same, great,
1: same. If we're getting ready to do some stuff on our house and need some permitting, and I called the other day and like. You-
0: you get a real person? I and get a real
1: person, like, right away. Mm-hmm. And I, did, I got a real person who said, I can't answer this. I'm going to transfer you to another real person. So I got transferred immediately to another real person who knew a ton of things. And then that another real person gave me the name and email and phone number of the next real person I talked to. And, like, it was so easy. I got my questions answered. They answered. And, like, that, is, that does not happen in right. other environments, like, nearby. I hear about boulder nightmares. Lewis feel like you can't just get a person on the phone who can answer right. these questions. Right. It's, it's and this really And true,
0: lovely. like, contesting a ticket uh, next light internet issues. Like you call the permitting office. I've done all of these things and I'm just like, wait, what? Like you're okay. So I just got, I got the guy. Oh no, I don't have the guy. Yeah, no, I'll put you through. Yep. And it's like, okay. And they're like, Hey, what do you need? Or like they call you by the end of the day. Like yep. it's, it's actually no, pretty it's, good. It's, it's so sweet. Um, people like to punch on, you know, like take, take pot shots at local well, government. Yeah. And,
1: and I know there's like, I saw a thread somewhere this week going on about, you know, how the, the multi-use path right next to the left hand is remains closed mm-hmm. until they get that. And like, that's been closed for a long time. And that's, that's a fair mm. criticism. Like what, why right. that's crazy. And I know right. people have been writing in trying to figure out what's going on with that. It has to do with, you know, the bridge crossing, which, right. Remember that thing was supposed to be forever ago. They were getting bids, and it's like that was supposed to happen like last summer. It was
0: supposed to happen two years after the, by, the whole yeah, project was supposed to take two years. State rain or yeah, to yeah, yeah. And I don't like. I don't know. Was it? Is it dangerous down there? Do they damage anything, or is they just close it off? Because, I think it's
1: closed as they continue to yeah do something with it. I don't even know. I
0: don't so know. I don't like because you go through there. What was a drag? Is that after 2013 they went and rebuilt a bunch, and then it was open for like. Like yeah. a week or yeah. like a year yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah. And they're like, just kidding. And oh, then it's like, really? It's such a pity
1: it's not connected. It's the most inconvenient spot to disconnect it to. Yeah,
0: right so, in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, going around is a – it's a nightmare because it's like, where did
1: the thing go? Yeah. Just on, it's, you're just on
0: the street. It adds and it's like,
1: so much to whatever you're doing. Yeah,
0: you're big loop-de-loo. So, it's – um that, that that stinks. I hope that they do get that together because I thought it was supposed to be done. And I have a real bad concept of time. And even I'm going like, seems like it's been a long time. Yeah,
1: I think it's been a long time. It's so, been bad.
0: You got anything else? I got nothing else. That's it?
1: That's it for us. Oh, uh, somebody was
0: saying. <laughs> they already got the holiday lights up at Roosevelt Oh, Park. I
1: saw that. Uh, what? What's going on? Why th- is the? That-
0: the theory is that they've got them up because of uh, the rhythm at Roosevelt this They're year. They're
1: testing them or something?
0: Oh, you probably just plug Are it in at put home. In.
1: Well, rhythm I mean, it's, it's all festive.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it's festive. They're doing the, the... No,
1: no. You can't do that for Rhythm at Roosevelt. Why not? Because
0: it's did. a summer
1: event. They That's did. absurd. It's already done. No, like, shut that down. I'm going to go unplug it. <laughs> That's crazy. That
0: upsets I me. I mean, whatever. It's, you know...
1: It's just confusing. Yeah. You know, you're going to make the leaves turn soon or something. Like, it's just everything's confused yeah. when you throw off the rhythms like that.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know. So... There you go. Um that happened. Somebody was uh yeah, somebody says it's for rhythm at Roosevelt coming up on the sixteenth. So there's a plug for that. Um sixteenth of September. It's the day after Halloween And by
1: the way, it's September, lots of Octoberfests coming up. I'm gonna I'm gonna do something terrible and leave Longmont and not go to the Octoberfest. I'm gonna go check out Loveland's Oktoberfest this year. Wow. I hear it's pretty good.
0: No. nice.
1: I don't like that you have to pay to get into left hands.
0: Yeah. I think it's pretty weak. I mean, I went once or twice, and it's tough. A beer drinking fest for a dude who can't drink beers, like, whatever. Right, and right. then I went and was going to get some and fries off the And pretzels and beer. And- yeah, pretzels and beer. And then I was going to get some fries, and they're like, oh, we, we, we like, put some gluten on them to make them crispier. And I'm like, are you kidding me? There's nothing <laughs> for me like, Okay. So, you know, that's, that's life with celiac. It's fine. Whatever. I yeah. don't – I'm not – you know, whatever. It, it is what it is. I could grouse about it a lot, but it's like, eh, whatever. I, I manage my own thing. But, you know, it's it, it loses a bit of the luster. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: So. So wait, there you go. All
1: right. Well, we have some really cool guests actually next time. Mm. I don't know if I should plug it or not. Nah. We'll let you tune in. Do you in. not want to? No, I mean.
0: It's Deion Sanders, isn't it? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Dude, Brady.
1: My life would be complete. Yeah. Deion Sanders is very inaccessible. Well, that would blow us up. Uh, like people would actually listen to this. I think so. Hey, listeners, <laughs> like, listeners, Mr. Sanders, what do you do? Help for us g- book Sanders. <laughs>
0: what do you do for work? He lives
1: in Longmont. Like, hello, yeah. we're, we're the Longmont podcast. Why did you move to,
0: you work in Boulder. Why do you live in Longmont? <laughs> What's the deal? What's the deal? All right, let's get out of here. I'm starting to do Seinfeld. All
1: right. Well, we thank Andy Epler and David Cutter Music for our intro and outro music. Send us an email with your thoughts and opinions and whatever else at Longmont at gmail.com and spread the word. We'll see you next time. Thanks, Brady.
0: Thanks, Andy.